In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. We are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, founders of GirlfriendIt.com, and we are really excited about today's show. It's, it's going to be quite unusual, and we need you to think a little radically with us. We are very interested um, in what our hot topic is going to be this morning. And like Lisa said, um, we're going to strip down to reveal some facts, share some stories, and talk with some interesting people. But first, before we get into that, we want to welcome you to 2010, a new year. And we are starting um, this new year, sitting right here in Las Vegas, um, of all places, at a porn convention. Did you just um, say a porn convention? I did. I did. I never thought I would be saying that. But first of all, we have discovered that, um, that there are opinions about how you even say this new year, and it's quite the topic because people have different uh, opinions. Do you say it's the new year is 10, it's 2010, or it's 2010? Which we've always said 2010, which it, it does make sense in our little controversy we had last night in our conversations that... Uh, we always say 2010, but if you were in the 18th century and in the 19th century, then right now is the 20th century. So what we have landed on and what we've heard, uh, the consensus says that it's, you're supposed to say 2010. So we're going we're gonna to welcome you officially to 2010, and uh, we're going to, as we sit here in Las Vegas, and we, we're just excited about the show today. And um, we're actually excited, Lisa, that you made it, because you might not have even made it here to Vegas. <laughs> Well, and the only reason I wouldn't have made it here is because uh, you, little Julia child, um, needed some help the other day with how to tenderize a chicken, and I thought I would help you with yeah, that. Yeah, because you are definitely Miss Rachel Ray. Um, <laughs> exactly, but neither one of us do cook, and that it's like the blind leading the blind, but I had volunteered. Uh, she wanted to tenderize a chicken. I said, oh, just get one of those meat pounders. Is that I, what it's called? I don't meat. think so, <laughs> but it looks like a big pounder hammer. It's, it's, it's the kitchen version of a hammer. And just, you just pound and tenderize it. And so I, being the good friend, took it over to you and to let you use it. And after you finished it, you had just slipped it in my purse to give it back to me. That was your way of giving back to me. However, I did not realize that until I was packing yesterday morning to get on the flight. And there was this pumpkin meat tenderizer <laughs> mallet thing in my purse. And I am so glad I discovered it before the security guards at the checkpoint. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and the point is that you did discover it, and you didn't have to pull that thing out during the, uh, the security. But it also is interesting that we went from talking about pounding chicken, which I don't think you pound chicken. I think there's really, truly a nice chef way to say it, like you tenderize it or something, where um, tenderizing chicken, and here we are at 
at a porn convention. So how, how we got through all that. But um, with all the glitz, the glamour, the traffic, and the noise, uh, here we are. And we have um, some more details about our um, convention here that we're at. But before we even do that, we want to talk about going into this new year. And we want to be on this journey with you all out there. And some of us make goals and resolutions, and some of us at our age, we just start forgetting even attempting to go into a and New Year's resolution. we know that will be very short-lived. <laughs> yeah. We will be very deflated and disappointed that we only kept it for two days. But in 2010, Lisa and I have decided we want to intentionally live life to make a dent in the universe. Specifically, we've asked God to put people in our life that we can have an impact on. And it, it's been amazing already. Um, it, just starting out, it's, it's not even uh, the first few weeks of January, and we're already um, starting to see incredible things happen. Um, we are going to actually post our resolution and our goals for 20, 2010. I always want to say 2010. We are going to post them on the girlfriendit.com site, and we'd love for you to post your goals um, on there too so we can read them as well. But, of course, you won't find our goals there until probably February because <laughs> um, we have kind of a crazy January. And that is so our MO. It's like, okay, so a month late, but they will be there. So um, post yours too because we would love to read what some of you guys have set as goals and resolutions. And we can encourage each other through those and see if we make it past January or February with those. Um, but like Patty said, already um, since we set this goal of, of really wanting to be intentional with living life and, and – uh, and with people that God puts in our path and looking for that, we have already seen um, just an amazing story unfold already. And we're only, what, a week into the new year. But uh, last spring, actually, we flew into Vegas here, and we were working with um, an organization that we're going to talk about in a few moments, and they actually took us to a brothel. And while we were there, we met a, a young gal that was living there, and as a result, we just kind of developed a, a friendship with her, and we've been texting back and forth over the past eight months. Well, just about a week or so ago, she contacted us. She had moved from there um, back to the mid Midwest, and we come to find out she is now living in our city and just a mile away from us. So just on Tuesday of this week, we met and had coffee with her and just had a great time of, of reconnecting and, um, and just getting to talk to her again and just kind of hearing what's happened in her life over the past eight months. And, and if she is listening today, we hope that she realizes that God is just so pursuing her. I mean, it really is, it is a result of, of praying and just being intentional and, um, and just loving people in your life. And it's just exciting. Well, one of our words for January that we said for 2010 would be miracles. We just wanted to see God's miracles. And um, you had a word for fruitful. And that is just, to us, that's just a miracle. You, you meet someone, you know, seven months ago, and then, boom, out of all the states they could live in, they're just a mile away from us. So, Okay, and then, you know, while we're here in Vegas, not only are we we're going to be attending the, uh, the porn convention, and we're going to be doing that this, later this morning, but uh, this evening we're going to be visiting some of the strip clubs um, just to reach out and meet some of the women in this industry. And on our way here from the airport, our cab driver we were just, you know, we have to interrogate everybody we meet and ask them, you know, a million questions to get to hear their story. And so we were talking to the cab driver, and uh, he happened to mention that this was the busiest week in Vegas, in the city, because of the porn convention, and then there's one other convention. Something like 140,000 extra people 
roaming the streets, which would account for the noise and the traffic that we are also experiencing while we're here. But um, speaking about this, going into our topic this morning about um, just the porn industry, the whole industry has really, um, it's really alive and well, and it's really exploded, especially since the Internet has come on the scene. And we've seen that in so many different ways, and uh, it's, it's so accessible anymore. And we get quite a few emails of women just saying, you know, I found out that my, my husband really has an issue with porn. What do I do? And we're, we're going to try to address that later on in the show, but just one specific story was a girlfriend that um, emailed us, and then we ended up talking to her quite extensively. But um, she found some statements. Her husband always dealt with all the financial um, things in their household, and she had found a statement um, where her credit card bill was like $60,000 um, over, and she thought, what in the world is going on? This has to be a mistake, and she started digging a little deeper to find out that her husband had been going on to some porn sites, but then it, he took it to the next level and then started going during his lunch hour to some massage parlors, and um, she was just blown away. She couldn't believe this betrayal and that this double life. She well, had would be devastated by oh. that, that reality and, and, and realizing that because it was something you, you know, you, totally you were not expecting. Well, and some of the facts are showing pornography is definitely addictive, and neuroscientists are beginning to map the biological as- aspect of this addiction. Uh, users tend to become desensitized to the type of pornography they use. They become bored with it, and they then want more perverse forms of pornography, and that's that's exactly what unfolded with her husband. Um, just slowly, just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper, and he didn't even like who he became. He was, you know, ashamed of it, and literally was face down begging her, "We've got to figure this out. I I need help." And if she didn't have just the community of of girlfriends, she had the community of her church and the body of Christ. Literally. Um, surrounded surrounded her. And you know what's sad is that so many times, even, you know, within the body of Christ, we don't know how. It's it's one of those things where Mm -hmm. it's just you're in this, like, shame spiral, and instead of just realizing we all have, you know... It becomes the elephant in the room. Yeah. We don't know how to deal with it, so we ignore it, and we just pretend it's not there. And meanwhile, the people that are experiencing it, they're dying inside because they're just, they're wanting somebody so badly to reach out and just let them talk and just accept them for who they are and where they are and not judge them because, you know, we all know when we're, we're not hitting the mark and we're doing something wrong. We don't need somebody else to point that out to us. And so we just need encouragement. And that's why one of the, one of the many reasons why we are so intentional and so um, wanting to get out there and be that support network for women because we all go through life experiences. And, and this one can be devastating. And so many times um, there's a Kind of a thinking that this only affects me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. I'm involved with this, and it only affects me. And it affects our whole world, mm-hmm. and it affects so many other people in our lives. And we think it's a, a secret. When people get into, it, we hear that so many times. They think it's just a secret they can hide. And unfortunately, it, you know, it eventually, it eventually comes out. And and then what do you do? And so we just want people to know also that there is hope, and there's hope beyond. This and even in this case with our girlfriend, their marriage is stronger than ever right now because they they made a choice and they decided that they're going to work on it and they're going to go forward. And um, 
rebuild that trust that was lost. And they have a great marriage now. Now they are actually helping other other couples, and, and he's helping other men that are, are in this. And as you start talking about the subject, you realize that it affects so many people. It really, uh, so many people suffer in silence from it because they're of the shame. But we just really have to be intentional with the message that there is hope, there's help. And we, we all need advocates in our life, that someone who is going to be there for us, just like in this story, what you're talking about. And um, that's why we are so excited, like we said, that we're here at this porn convention and Jesus loves porn stars, and that's the message for today. So coming up next, we'll uncover what this means exactly and talk to a good friend of ours, Ryan Russell. So stay tuned. This is Girlfriended on Toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on Toginet. Starting November 4th, Janet Hens is a college instructor, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of three young children. She also has her Master's of Arts in writing from Johns Hopkins University. Janet began her career working for a congressman on Capitol Hill, then moved over to lobbying when he retired. It was through these jobs that she learned about the power of grassroots initiatives, media relations, and public speaking. And then she honed these skills when she became a college instructor. Today, she artfully balances work with full-time motherhood. In the show, Critical Thinking in the Real World, Janet will discuss hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life and she'll share that in every show. Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central starting November 4th on toginet.com. Get ready to get busy with Getting It Done. Getting It Done with Jill Staroshevsky. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We'll be bringing you moms and dads who are getting it done. Parents who have a lot on their plate but still manage to go that extra mile to accomplish things that they have long dreamed of. Well, how do they do that? Well, that's what this is for. The goal is to educate, motivate, encourage, and support the multitasker in all of us. Whether it's that book that you've been meaning to write, that business that you've been hoping to start, that dish that you've been striving to master, getting it done is here to help make it happen. Motivating you to get started, encouraging you to keep going, providing tips and advice on how to keep the kids happy, healthy, and safe while getting it done and done well. Learn from fellow moms and dads who are getting it done and learn about yourself along the way. It's Jill Staroshevsky and Safety Mom Media bringing out the stars in all of us. It's Getting It Done with Jill Staroshevsky, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, we are back. And if you are just now joining us, we have a unique show that we are hosting from Las Vegas at a porn convention. And you did hear that right. We are at a porn convention. And no, we are not participants. We are actually working 
at a booth uh, with a message, Jesus Loves Porn Stars. And it's, it's kind of a unique message. It kind of stands out here. And our booth <laughs> looks much different than the others. And the message is quite uh, unique and different, too. And we were, we're going to take a picture of, of the booth, and we're going to post it on our site, girlfriended.com, so you can actually see what we're talking about. But we are so excited right now because we have a really good friend of ours that we've known for years and um, just love his heart, his passion for the Lord, and just for people. And his sense of adventure, um, we, we share that with him. But our friend Ryan Russell is with us today, and he works with a unique organization called TripleXChurch.com. And Ryan is one of the directors who's been with them since the beginning in some form or another, and just has always been a cheerleader for them and just very much involved. So, Ryan, welcome. Good morning. How are you, ladies? We're doing great. We're, we're always a little shocked, Ryan, that when you call us ladies. <laughs> I could call you crazy. It's close. <laughs> Ryan, why don't you share the story of Triple X Church and um, just why it started and your role? Yeah, sure thing. Well, Triple uh, X Church started as a ministry program um, about eight years ago that really came from experiences that uh, several of us were having in youth ministry um, as we were. Uh, interacting with junior hires and high schoolers, uh, kind of at the dawning of the era of the of the internet in the early '90s. Um, you know, the more we talked with teenagers, um, you know, we discovered uh, that they were struggling with pornography more and more as it had moved from you know a little bit harder to be accessible via magazines and videos and and things like that of the previous generation, the coming online and being free and, uh, you know, being readily available and easy to find. And, you know, when their internet was first going visual, um, it, it was something that, you know, most parents weren't tuned into about, you know, what it was. And, you know, they were letting their kids spend time on the internet. They weren't really aware what was out mm-hmm. there. They just thought it was kind of something that was like, Oh, it's the internet, you know, how, how dangerous can it be? And, um, so, you know, Craig Gross and uh, Jake Larson have a ministry called Fireproof Ministries, and uh, we all did youth conferences and stuff together. And we were seeing this more and more, and they were speaking about it more and more at uh, youth conventions and at churches, and it just became one of the more popular talks that they were invited to to speak on because it was relevant, it was an issue. Uh, parents didn't know how to talk to their kids about pornography. And so um, out of that kind of background, Triple uh, X Church, the number one Christian porn site was born, and um, uh, just with a, a real desire not only to, uh, you know, bring awareness and prevention to the issue um, and help, but also to really go and reach out to people who are in the industry and producing the, the materials, you know, that they were literally in the films or making the films or distributing the films um, and photos and stuff on the internet, and it's like, man, you know, we're dealing with the church side, the recovery side, the kind of the impact side, but there's this whole world of people out there that need to know who Jesus is. And, you know, I'm, we were really quite confident that most people inside the church weren't reaching out to uh, people inside the porn industry and sharing God's uh, love and grace with them. And so that's where we started, you know, so eight years ago here in Las Vegas, you know, uh, Craig put down $5,000 on his credit card and him and several friends um, who, you know, had prayed about it and really thought through, you know, how do we go into this environment and share Christ in a graceful manner, um, not in a condemning, hey, you're going to hell, but in a, 
a very loving, like, hey, God loves you right where you're at, no matter what you've done. We want to, sh- you know, share him with you and uh-huh. let you know about him uh, sort of way. And so we've been doing it ever since. Well, you know what? You, you said number one Christian porn site. That, <laughs> that just sounds odd. That is, and love that because that really is what you are. But when you hear that, you have to really think about that and, and what that means. And why yeah. do you think, why do you think, Brian, that it seems like the church as a whole, um, they're kind of ignoring this subject. Um, why, why do you think that is? Um, you know, I think the church is doing better today than it was, you know, eight or ten years ago when we first, when we first started out on this journey. Um, you know, but it's still a difficult topic, uh, you know, even... Even um, as we were training a group last night and preparing them to go in, you know, I was explaining to them that, you know, it really is something in the DNA of the church that if it's, you know, if the Bible calls it sin and talks about it as sin and, and God teaches us, you know, how to live differently and give us a full life and steer away from those kinds of things, there's something in the Christian DNA that says, well, uh, because it's sin, we can't even talk about it any longer. We can't even go... Uh, we can't associate any longer with anybody else who's stuck in sin, you know. And so there's almost like, hey, once I got out, like, oh, it, it sucks to be you that you're still struggling, but I'm out and I'm not going to talk about it anymore, uh, talk to you anymore. I'm not going to go around you anymore. Like, I don't know, there's a distancing maybe and, uh, that goes on with um, some sins that people just want to get far away from it um, rather than figuring out, like, how can I how can I have friends with these people? friendships with these people, how can I interact in their environment in a healthy way with them, and, you know, have an open discussion, um, you know, I, I, I don't know, I just, I think it's so much easier to kind of create safe places than to find ourselves in challenging situations and think it through, you know, uh, but humanity does that with a lot of things, not just pornography, you know, just like kind of revert to the easiest thing rather than the, the things that require work and thought and prayer uh, to do them well. So, so it's okay uh, to talk about gluttony, just, yeah, don't talk about porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's talk about how we should pray more and read our Bibles more or, you know, do do something else other than, you know, let's dive into the uncomfortable topics, the, the difficult topics, the ones that don't have easy answers all the time. Um, you know, those are the kinds of things that um, I think that sometimes the church as a whole steers away from, you know, and there's not always easy answers. There's so many crazy scenarios out there with people that you meet that are far from Christ, and there's no set pat answers and playbook all the time for those different situations. And, and, and because of that, you know, you have to lead, lead with God's love. We really do believe that and, you know, share Christ with them, explain to them that a relationship is a journey, it's not a moment. And, you know, God, God's in starting a relationship with you right now just through this conversation. He wants to introduce himself to you. And, um, and you know, it's a journey and it's a process. And, uh, you know, most, if not all of us, didn't lay all of our sin down the immediately the first time we heard the name of Jesus. It, it takes time, and it's a journey. So, you know, that's really what we're excited about as, you know, we reach out to people in porn conventions and strip clubs and brothels here in Nevada um, and all kinds of other places where the church sometimes avoids. And that's what's exciting because you're you're taking the church out on the streets, basically, and going to where the people are with just a simple message, and it's a radical message that Jesus 
loves porn stars. And it's interesting because you can just literally see their faces going, trying to process that, going, what do you mean Jesus loves porn stars? I don't put Jesus and porn stars in the same sentence. And yet when, when you start talking with them and they really start seeing your heart and that you really are genuine in your love and acceptance of them, you can see the walls coming down and, and relationships. And like you said, it takes time to build some of these relationships, but we just got to get the dialogue going and get talking and, and just asking questions just to find out about them and not be so quick to start preaching at them. Well, it, it is interesting because yesterday when we were in the booth setting up, there was a guy walking by and he was talking on his cell phone and he literally stopped in his tracks because he looked up and he, he was telling his friend, he goes, you're not going to believe this. There's a booth here. It says, Jesus loves porn stars. No, seriously. It says, Jesus loves porn stars. And he just kept staring at it. And I thought, okay, it was just funny to watch this expression and saying, you know, it over and over again, Jesus loves porn stars. And I, I would have, you know, he was on the phone, but I would love to have gone up to him and just say, why are you so, so shocked with that? And yeah. it's sad that people are shocked because that's exactly where Jesus would be. And that's, you know, and we hear so many times in, in, in Scripture where the, the people, the outcasts, were so drawn to Jesus and, and flocked around him, and that really says a lot. And um, can you explain? I know we, Patty and I have spent uh, some time, a lot of time with you and time with you and, and Craig, and we've heard a lot of your stories and your heartbeat. And in the next segment, we want to hear some of those stories that we'll ask you. But for right now, can you just share a little bit about Triple uh, X Church? Because I know I even had a girlfriend that I was talking to as a teenage son and who's gotten into this, you know, to the porn thing. And, and she was even telling me when I was sharing about uh, our involvement with, with you guys, she said, oh, I got on their site and that I got some great information and resources to help me and with my son. And so can you kind of share a little bit? Because, we, you know, we need solutions too. It's like, it's great, we, okay, we're aware there's a problem, there's an issue, but then where does one go to find hope and healing and, and resources. Can you kind of explain a little bit what, what X Church, how they, it can help in that way? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awareness is, is certainly a key piece, but, um, you know, the prevention and the recovery is also things that we try to dive into deeply. Um, you know, on the prevention side, we have several tools, uh, some of them being uh, really easy and free tools that you can utilize at home. Uh, we have a, a thing called X3 Watch. You can get it off of triplexchurch.com or x3watch.com. And uh, essentially, it's not a filter, but it's an accountability program. So you download it for free to your computer. You sign up um, a friend or a parent or a partner or multiple people. And this program sends an accountability report of all the questionable websites that you might have gone to. Um, in the last one week to four weeks, however you want to set it up as far as a, a time schedule. And it gives somebody else an opportunity, you, you, you know, talk with them about you're inviting somebody else into your life and your journey and going, hey, I don't want to look at this stuff. I want to stay away from this. I want to be accountable. And so like me and several of my friends, I mean, we do that with each other. You know, I have the software on my computer, the um, the report goes to my wife, and it goes to two close friends, and any of them will call me on it as soon as they get the report. Hey, what's this website about, you know, or what's that website about? And, and you know, it really opens up a dialogue. So that's one of the um, preventions. Hey, Ryan, we are so sorry. Yeah. We're going to have to continue our conversation next segment. This is good stuff. And if you were just joining with us, we are talking today from Vegas at the Porn Convention, and 
We just want you to know if you or anybody needs some help, it's a click away. Stay tuned. This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Inspiring women to be true to themselves. Get ready for Tracy Porter Radio on toginet.com. 2 p.m. Central, Wednesdays, starting November 4th. Tracy Porter, lifestyle, home and fashion designer, inspiring women from all over the world with their fashionably eclectic goods, savvy tips, style advice, and encouraging spirit. TracyPorter.com is home to her designer products and voice to thousands of women who flock to Tracy's daily blog for a daily dose of pure Tracy. And now she's coming to Toginet. All of Tracy's enchanting goods can be found at TracyPorter.com and her nationally sought-after mail catalog, Tracy Porter. Plus, you can find her here on Toginet. Tracy's awards, appearances, and accolades are too numerous to mention here. So, ladies, you've just got to come to be inspired, too. With Tracy Porter Radio, inspiring women to be true to themselves, to let their passions lead. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, starting November 4th, on toginet.com. Get a jump on what your preschool kids need to know with Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten from Stacy Cannonberg. A mom told me this is the book I've been looking for. This book gives me all the information I need about what my kids need to know. And a private school admissions director said this is exactly what we test on. Google it, get it, and get ahead. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten. Applauded and approved by parents and educators. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten is a state-approved teaching tool. On sale now, in stores, or online at cedarvalleypublishing.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, Lisa and I are back with Ryan Russell with the XXX.com here in Vegas working at a booth at the porn convention with the message, Jesus loves porn stars. And, Ryan, we interrupted you, but um, that's the norm for us. You're used to us interrupting you. So <laughs> we want to we hear the, exactly what you were going to say, though. Uh, no, I, so I was just wrapping up. That's the privilege side, we got X3 Watch, and we also have an affiliate partnership with another company called uh, SafeEyes, um, who does accountability and also filtering. They have uh, the number one rated um, filter out there with all kinds of controls uh, for parents. Um, you know, if they really want to lock down their Internet uh, stuff at home on the prevention side, don't want to allow it into the home, um, it's a fabulous program. And you can get that at triplexchurch.com, uh, too. You can click on the Safe Eyes link, and uh, that will take you over to their uh, software and help you out with that. Um, you know, and then we have some, you know, resource materials available that just talks about the issues and the struggles. That some of them are targeted at teens and men and women and couples, uh, we have free stuff on our site, blogs written by people who, uh, you know, literally just struggled through the issues and have real life experiences, mm-hmm. and they they write and share out of that and create conversations out of that. So you can get that kind of, um, uh, you know, free, uh, you know, recovery type of help or processing spiritual guidance type of help um, online there with us. And then, you know, we also um, offer just you know, full-blown recovery programs. There's stuff that you can do right in your home. 
um, you know, that you, we have a program called X3 Pure, and you can uh, take a online video recovery, you know, they're going in-depth with uh, just an incredible counselor um, that gives gives you um, exercises and things to be working on and things to be thinking about and, and praying through and practical steps, um, you know, and then, you know, even have partnerships with, like, live-in facilities for people who really have an addiction that they just can't, you know, break free from. You know, we um, work with New Life Ministries and, and um, you know, really help people get top-flight uh, care and recovery opportunities. So there's all kinds of stuff available through our website, Um that uh, from, you know, just awareness to prevention to um, recovery that, you know, people can, you know, pick up, get engaged with, and uh, kind of start moving forward in their life on on that side of things. Well, you know, one of the things that you guys are really great at doing, too, is I know we have met several women in this industry through you guys. They have contacted you and saying, I'm, I'm especially ones that are living in Arizona, um, and they say, I, I'm living in Arizona. Do you know of anybody to talk to? And, and you guys will contact us and say, hey, will you call the, this gal and meet with her? And we've had some, we've established some really great friendships just through that connection and just coming alongside and just talking with the women and, and, and meeting them where they're at. And so that's just a great thing that you guys, you also connect um, people together. And, and, and we love that. Um, we know, too, we've been, we've, just talking to you and hearing your heartbeat and, and getting a chance to hear from Craig, too. And um, share a couple stories with people that are just so significant. And, and share one um, about Craig with Ron Jeremy and just explain who Ron Jeremy is a little bit because that is really – it's amazing how God has opened those doors and gotten and some inroads there. So if you'll share that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ron Jeremy is uh, most notably known for, you know, his – you know, extensive work in porn, I guess, would be the safe way to say that. You know, he's uh, probably the most recognizable porn icon. You know, he's in his, you know, mid to late 50s now, still making several porns a year. Uh, he's been doing it since the early 70s. Um, and, you know, I don't know his bio as well as other people might, you know, as far as how many films and all that stuff. But um, they uh, met. That's a, a good thing, event. Ryan. Yeah, it's, it's all right to not know that. It's a proud you know. fact. Um, uh, so they met at a porn convention several years ago, and then through a set of series of circumstances, um, Ron was doing a college um, campus debate tour with another individual, and uh, that person wasn't able to do all the dates. And so the organization that coordinated that debate asked Craig if he would debate Ron um, on these college campuses. And and I got to so, interrupt you because we're talking college campuses like Harvard and and some of these. Harvard, Yale, USC. Yeah, significant um, places where yeah, ASU. I think that they just were at ASU uh, this last fall. Um, there's you know several. I mean, they're major college campuses. They do about eight, anywhere from eight to twelve dates a year, um, mm-hmm. debating on major college campuses. So they have a friendship that's developed. And you know, when you think debate, you think you know all these people hate each other and. That's really not the case. They're definitely on different sides of the issue of pornography. You know, Ron is pro-porn, and Craig is, you know, anti-porn, if you will, or, you know, porn is detrimental and harmful to marriages and to kids and to healthy sexual relationships, and Ron is all for it. And and uh, so they definitely have... They agree you know, to disagree. They agree to disagree, but through that 
you know, years of, of doing things together have come to have a very, you know, open, honest conversations with each other. They genuinely care about each other. They, um, you know, have meals together, you know, Craig and his wife and his kids, you know, they all, they, they share life with Ron, you know, Ron's mm-hmm. been in their home and, um, you know, even this last spring, while Ron grew up um, as a Jewish believer, um, you know, I think today he would call himself, you know, an agnostic, but he's still, you know, I've sat down with Ron and Craig and had some great conversations and discussions about who God is and and what he's like. And, you know, this last spring, you know, Ron came to church with Craig on Easter, you know, mm-hmm. and for the very first time and and loved it, you know, loved loved the gospel music is what he said. And, you know, so it's just a fascinating thing. It's one of the things that I think Craig is really gifted in is, is making friends and relationships with people who are far from Christ and being patient in that relationship, knowing that, you know, it doesn't have to be one necessarily, you know, that he doesn't have to be won over today, that, you know, he can journey with Ron and know Ron and enjoy a friendship with Ron and still disagree with Ron about mm-hmm. um, how to live life on some issues. And there's other things, you know, there's, you know, Ron is an intelligent guy, you know, most people wouldn't know much about his background, but he has a master's degree um, in uh, childhood development, used to be really? a teacher, and um, is incredibly sharp, and, you know, he's not, no slouch, you know, so, um, you know, I think people think, oh, you're making porn and sex films or whatever, you must be dumb and you can't do anything else, and Ron could be doing a lot of other things, he just really happens to like sex, and, um, and so, you know, he's chosen that as part of his life, and Craig is in relationship with him, you know, and, and on that journey with him and stuff. So it's it's been fun and interesting and, and wild all at the same that time. That is wild. And, and he has a booth right across from from our booth at this yeah. convention. Yeah, You will get to see a lot of different sides of Ron Jeremy this week, ladies. <laughs> it's Life is always an adventure with you guys, you know? <laughs> You're gonna, like I talked about last night, you're going to have some crazy new friends, and you're going to have a hard time explaining what they do. Yep. Hey, you know, last night when we were talking uh, with you, it, you you said a few things that were really significant, and one of them, we were just talking about the parable in the Gospels about the seed, and you had an interesting kind of take on that or how you explained it. Would you kind of go into that? Sure, yeah. Uh, coming out of the book of Mark, and it's in a, referenced in a couple of other Gospels as well, there's the parable of the, the farmer, the sower of the seeds. And, and as the parable quickly goes, he sows, sows the seed on four kinds of soil. Um, you know, there's the really bad soil to the okay soil to the great soil, the soil with weeds. And, and um, oftentimes, I think, you know, we look at that and go, oh, why did the farmer, you know, sow his seeds on these, you know, these awful places. You know, you just want to sow your seed in the good places and, and you know, where where God's Word can really take root and go deep and, and grow up and flourish. And yet, you know, if you really dive into that scripture further and think about it, you know, seed is a very, you know, valuable commodity. And at that time, you know, farmers especially would have been very careful with where they you know, threw their seed, making sure that they want to get it in the good soil because it was hard to come by and it cost a lot. Um, but yet in that parable, this farmer, he's, it, it almost makes him sound like he's almost flippant with his seed. You know, he throws it in all kinds of places because he really just doesn't know, you know, where, where the seed might take root. And 
in American churches, I think, especially today, um, we've overthought evangelism to some degrees, um, you know, where we want to predetermine almost where the best soil is. We'll do studies and demographics and, you know, we'll look at economics and, you know, all kinds of different factors to figure out, you know, are these people ready? You know, have they just moved into the neighborhood and is the neighborhood on the rise and how many people are there? And, you know, we'll do all kinds of things to figure out if this is a good place for evangelism. And, we want to, I think, predetermine what is good soil uh, to sow God's Word in. And yet, you know, there's plenty of opportunities to share God's Word out there um, in unexpected places where it's going to take root. You guys have been firsthand witnesses with some ladies in our ministry that we've connected with you with over the years of, you know, uh, asking you to follow up on some women who are near where you are, or you come to a club and you have a crazy story recently about meeting a prostitute in a brothel and, you know, how that person is now near you and and you've had an ongoing relationship. And it's just surprising that when you're generous with God's Word, with His seed, that it will take root in some of the most unexpected places. Um, But so oftentimes in Christianity, I think uh, we, we go, oh, no, God's Word can't take root in a porn show, and it can't take root in a strip club, and it can't take root in my neighbor's heart because they're not ready, or it can't take root, you know, in all these other kinds of places. That can, you know, so we get into pre-selecting soil, and I think that that's really sad because I, I, my experience has been God has so much more in store for where His Word can take um, uh, root in somebody's heart and, and grow and flourish. Um, and we just need to be a lot more generous in, in sharing that word and, and kind of step back and go, well, what will happen here, you know, and and show up and start sharing good news and, and journey with people in relationship. Well, we have um, one more minute left. And, and Ryan, just, just once again, what is the, the name of the site where people can go and just get some, I say tips, but it could be life-changing, <laughs> life-changing tips. Yeah, triplexchurch.com, xxxchurch.com, and, uh, you know, you're not going to get porn there. You're going to get a lot of good stuff, uh, you know, from awareness to prevention to recovery and see some, you know, insights about what we're doing in ministry and opportunities to even join us in ministry that if you want to reach out to people with the gospel in some crazy, dark, weird, different, and adventurous places. So, um yeah, triplexchurch.com. And you guys also uh, you also offer um, mission trips, which is a phenomenal way to just go out there and um, join you guys with just crazy love. So stay tuned, because next we're going to talk more about how Jesus loves porn stars. Thanks. Stay tuned. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Being frugal doesn't mean being cheap. And the Frugalitarian is here to show you how. Jody Olson is the Frugalitarian on Togginap, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesdays. This is the art of great living. It's just a matter of time before people start asking you to tell them your secrets to better style, bargains on food, home decor, and clothing. Your wants don't have to change, just how you acquire what you want. 
On The Frugalitarian, it's an uncommon mix of style, fashion-savvy, and earth-friendly, showing you great taste, great style, and great ideas for finding everything you want for nearly nothing. I'm speaking from experience. I live on a beautiful farm where I take care of sheep and do a few light farm chores for extremely low rent. For more clever ideas on how to waste not and totally want not, go to thefrugalitarian.com. Join us every week for more information on how you can live better for less with Jody Olson. It's The Frugalitarian, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Celebrate Green is coming to Toginet, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it at no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Colwell and Corey Colwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online too at celebrategreen.net and greenhalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to celebrate green. The radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon central time, starting November 4th on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Okay, we are back, and we are in Las Vegas at a porn convention, and we're talking about Jesus Loves Porn Stars with Ryan Russell. And, and Ryan, last night while you were doing the training with some of the individuals that are here for, uh, as, um, uh, or for a missions trip, you were talking about befriending um, some of the individuals at the porn convention. And I think that was such a good topic because so many times as believers, people want to come in and um, they, they come across very judgmental and they come across wanting to say, you realize you're doing something wrong. And, and it's, it's actually just the opposite. It basically, what you were talking about is throwing the seeds down. So talk a little bit about befriending them. Yeah, well, um, I think one of the biggest barriers that most people have when it comes to processing, you know, how can I share my faith or I want to share my faith is, um, you know, the age-old, you know, feeling that, that just of not being equipped, you know, that like, oh, I don't know my Bible that well or I don't know the Roman road, or I don't know the exact scriptures I would share. You know, they come up with a whole host of things that they feel like they need to know that get in the way. Um, And, or maybe there's this, you know, uh, perception that they have to convince people of their need for God. You know, that like, you know, oh, they're living in sin and they need to understand that their life is lived in sin and they're guilty and they're far away from God. And, Really, because we're uh, all so know, close, and and we don't have sin, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, this really. will tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and so you know, there's these there's these barriers that get put up between them and evangelism, sharing Christ with others, and and uh, you know, our experience has been that when you lead with grace, you know that 
you know, God loves you right where you're at, no matter what you've done. We want to introduce you to him, talk, you know, tell you about, you know, our lives in Christ um, that are not perfect, and just start a conversation with people, uh, especially in the places that we go. We've found that, like, we don't have to ever convince people um, that they're in need of God or far from Him or that they're living in sin. Oftentimes, um, they have beat themselves up quite enough, you know, that they, they have guilt, uh, they, they feel bad, um, that they know that they're not worthy of God. And really, that's the big barrier that's in the way, that they think that they're not worthy of God's love and that God couldn't possibly love them because of what they've done. Mm-hmm. And so our conversations almost never begin with, you know, trying to convince somebody that, that oh, you know, hey, you need to repent and that what you're doing is sin and um, and those sorts of things that, you know, we just really begin with, you know, hey, we're, you know, Triple X Church and we're here, you know, when people ask us why you're here, we're, we're here to share Christ um, with you and we know him and we're not perfect and he loves you right where you're at and, and uh, let's talk, you know, and we have a Gospel of John that we use, um, utilizes, you know, we give them as free gifts to people if they want them, um, you know, whether we're in a brothel or a convention, you know, oftentimes people are curious, like, oh, God can't possibly love a prostitute or, you know, a, a porn actress or actor or producer, and and he really can. You know, no, he really does, you know. So, um, and I was telling you about the conversation I had a couple weeks ago uh, that started with an email and turned into a phone call and now has turned into a relationship with a, a man um, who um, had heard about us, and his friend had told him about what we do, and he had hit rock bottom, um, he uh, has uh, been living a lifestyle of being a male escort to other men, and um, and you know he's a homosexual, and he's he's very much in that lifestyle, and has found it to be empty, and um, and he's lost everything, and he's hurting, and he's reaching out, and he's looking for hope, and he's looking for help, and he contacted us, and he had heard that we distribute that freely, you know, and um, he wanted to know if it was true. I mean, that was the very essence of our first phone call. He's like explaining who he is and, you know, how, how, you know, he's just, he's just sharing everything with me about where he's been and what he's done. And, and, and I'm like, okay, I, I hear that. And, you know, I want you to know that you know, God loves you right where you're at. And we'd love to, you know, enter into an ongoing friendship with you and get to know you and see, you know, where this takes you. And he's like, wait, did you hear what I said? You know, like, you know, I want you to understand all the things that I've done and you know, can God possibly love me? You know, like, you understand I'm gay? And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. Like, well, I don't, you know, I'm just explaining to you, I don't understand why you can't believe God loves you. And he's like, well, that's not what other people would tell you. You know, that's not, you know, God doesn't love homosexuals or God doesn't love male prostitutes or, you know, he's got these things that he really doesn't believe that God can love him. And and uh, I'm like, man, you're you're no different. I mean, we're different, but you're no different in me that you need God just like I do. And um, our struggles are different, but our condition is the same, that we're far from God and, and in need of him. And so it's it's stories like that. It's just a journey of, of sharing God's grace. Well, and you know what and, we found, too, just from talking with women, is, is people are so quick to label themselves before they think you will label them. 
We uh, we have a friend that is in the industry, and, and she, she was dancing, and then she came out for a while, and then the, the, the pull is so strong that she, she went back in. And uh, she kept calling herself saying, I am a stripper. And then she'd happened to get uh, a, a, a DUI, and she said, and I'm a felon, because she had served some time for a DUI. And we stopped her and said, okay, you are not a stripper, and you're not a felon. You strip, and you have a felony, and there's a huge difference. You know, you, you are someone that is beautifully and wonderfully made, and you happen to do this and have this. And so, you, you know, the, that talk needs to stop. And she looked at us and said, no one's ever said that to me before. And so she has changed even how she describes herself to other people. I think as individuals, we are quick to label people, so we don't let you put a label on us first. And uh, it's, it's really interesting. But um, we, I know we have Naomi on the line, too, with us that is, is on this trip with us. And we just met her. We go way back with Naomi, like last night. <laughs> and Naomi is 19 years old, and she is an amazing young, young gal that Patty and I have just been um, so impressed with and just loving getting to know on this trip. And so we've asked her to come and join us. And just from her perspective, joining this, and uh, she just kind of contacted Triple X Church a couple of weeks ago, and, and you've really made it happen. Naomi, tell us a little bit. What has drawn you here? Well, I think it just comes with knowing that God has a plan um, for every day and that it's crazy because he'll reveal it in whatever way he can to get my attention. And this time it just it happened to be through the book Crazy Love. Um, I was reading it, and it's by Francis Chan, and it just talked about taking risks to love in radical ways and how God's love is um, greater than any love that can be offered in this world. And so... Um, with that, I just, I, I was inspired by um, the story that was told in the back of it about this woman who was an ex-prostitute, and, and she brought um, these prostitutes into her home and was just loving them with the love of Christ. And it's scary um, because so many times people, like if I would tell them about it, it's like I would get different reactions, like, whoa, like what are you doing there? But I just learned um, that it says in the Bible to trust in the Lord with all of my heart and, and to lean not on my own understanding. And that has just become so real to me because I don't understand completely. It doesn't make sense um, to other people to be giving out Bibles at a porn convention and just loving on these women who um, are just selling themselves. But, but God loves them, and, and I know that they need to be loved, and, and God will use me, and, and He will use the people who are here um, to get to them. And, and He created... Um, the Lord created my heart to hold these desires and and to pursue them. And so by His love and, and through His guidance, it's just um, my prayer that in His name, um, these women and these men will be reached. And um, and I trust the Lord with that. Okay, Naomi, that, I love your heart. It's just amazing. And, and like Lisa said, when we met you last night, you just have such a heart for the Lord. But the, you said a couple things there about how God has, has laid it on your heart and has given you these desires. But the biggest thing is that you're actually activating it. You're activating your faith, and that is what's so powerful. Because so many times we have the intellectual part of it, and, and you read this book. What was it called? Amazing Love? Crazy, crazy Love. Crazy yep. Love. So you read a book, and so many times we do that. We read it, and we go, oh, my gosh, I want to experience it. Or some, someone should do something about that. Yes, and then we don't activate it. And Mm -hmm. for you at 19 to step out and just go, I'm going to activate it. I, I, you're you're from Minnesota, right? But you're in in college in Arkansas. Arkansas, and um, just to go, okay, 
I'm going to go out for the weekend and <laughs> make this happen is huge. And I hope that inspires so many of the listeners out there, especially as they're writing their goals for, for 2010, that um, they can do that, that you're an inspiration to go, I am going to take action to my faith. And sometimes it's, it's doing things that, that, doesn't, that don't make sense. It doesn't make sense to, to, to you know, get on a plane and spend money and time and, and to come out here, but it, it still makes sense from God's perspective. Yeah. And I think um, just exactly what you said, Naomi, that once God, I know last night you said, he just he tore my heart up. And so many times we're not even allowing God into our heart to, to tear it up. So from your, we only have about two more minutes, but just from your lens, what, um, what, what are you feeling about this so far? Are you, are you glad you made the trip or is it, is it one of those yeah. dark and oppressive and it's like, oh, what did I do? Well, I think that it's, like, it's just crazy to be here. Like, I never expected to be. So it's kind of, um, I'm just getting a little anxious, a little nervous um, about going out and talking to these people and, like, what to say. But I just have a peace because I know that the Holy Spirit is alive and working. And so to be here is just, like, giving me this joy because I know that God's love is here for everyone and, mm-hmm. and the people at this porn show. And I don't want to hold back um, anything. And so um, it's... The Lord has put it on my heart. He is over. He, my heart is just overflowing with this love um, for these women because I know that the Lord loves them so much. And so it's nervous. Uh, it makes me nervous a little bit, but knowing that I'm in the center of His will gives me um, no greater peace. Well, um, it's it's interesting, Naomi. We only met you for about thirty seconds last night, and we were putting all the because dots. We were interrogating. You. <laughs> we're putting all the dots together. We couldn't believe that here you are. You know. In, in a whole other state, and we found out that your sister is marrying um, the prayer pastor at our church, his son, Joel, yeah. And yeah. just in a few months. So we were just laughing how God is such a connector of persons mm-hmm. and how yeah. it's such, such a small world. So yeah. um, we just want to thank you, Naomi, for being on the show. Thank you, Ryan. We just love all the information that you gave to us. We're excited to go out there and be in our Jesus Loves Porn Stars booth. And stay with us for next Thursday at Girlfriended.com. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriended, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself.